Are you guys ready tonight? Are you guys ready for a packed pre-show? Packed pre-show, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, everybody. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Woo! I've been waiting all day to do this show, and it's been one hell of a news day, I can tell you that. My head is about to explode. I'm actually looking forward to being done with the stream so I can sit back, have a drink, and enjoy this debate. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in, everyone in the chat. Tell me where you're from. Let me know where you're all. How you're all doing tonight? Let me know. I would love to know. To my mods, thank you for uh, modding tonight. We have a lot to get into. Lots of D-class to get into. Mail-in ballot, ballot harvesting fraud under Ilan Omar, revealed by Project Veritas. We're going to be talking about the Clintons a lot tonight. We're going to be covering the drops. They're just not going to be shown from the uh, from this source, if you know what I mean. But we're going to get into all the content. We're going to get into all the content tonight. And uh, you guys will be completely caught up with everything, and it's going to lead right into the debates for you. I started early tonight, so we don't have to worry about rushing. Give you guys about 10, you know, 15 minutes to get ready for the debates at 9 o'clock Eastern. And it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. Lots of winning tonight, Patriots. That is the theme. I was talking to Methods a little bit before the show. This is what an offense feels like, being on the offensive with everything coming out. And I cannot wait, ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy to be here with you all tonight. It's going to be fantastic. We already have 660 people in or here already. We're going to hit 1,000 in no time. Thank you guys for being here. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And whatever's not covered tonight, it's going to be covered tomorrow on Method Show anyway. So you guys will not be left out. You're going to walk away this smarter, more informed, as you all should. As you all should be. So as soon as the song's over, going to jump into the sponsor and uh, we'll get the pre-show out of the way here and we'll get the show on the road. Great to see so many people from all across, not even just this country, all over the world. People staying up, especially you guys out in England, Ireland, Australia. You guys are fantastic. You guys are fantastic. So the music's over. We're going to jump right into it tonight. Everybody. Tonight's sponsor of the stream is Pill.net, a censor-free platform. We're going to watch a video from them, and then we're going to get the show started. Here we go. Please register at Pill.net today. It's a free, uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Please check out our new live streaming feature. It is dynamic, powerful, and comparable to Twitch and YouTube. Here we go. Use the hot filter to check out what's hot right now on Pill.net. Alternatively, you can use the images and videos filter to check out just straight media. At Pilled.net, you can use hashtags to categorize your topics, such as hashtag Kids Lives Matter, which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as much text, media, or links that you want to include in your post. Or you can go live and stream directly to pill.net and tell the world exactly what they need to know. We are moving forward and have released our Pilled mobile application. It is available on the iOS and Android. Just download it directly from our website. Join the fight for your freedom of speech today at pill.net. Beautiful. All right, as we give everyone just a couple more minutes here just to uh, fill up the room a little bit more, we're at 828. We'll be at 1,000 in no time. 
So a lot of people were upset. A lot of people were upset, and they were upset with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson came out, and I was I was particularly upset. I mean, I didn't really watch wrestling, but people were upset because he came out and said something along the lines as him, as him going with Joe Biden. And when you hear that, it's just like, should we should we really be surprised by this? So the internet took this by storm, of course, and they turned it into something beautiful. This is a video of Dwayne Johnson's nice rack. Let's watch. And Senator Harris are the best choice to lead our country, and I am endorsing them to become president and vice president. Let's watch it one more Senator time. Senator Harris are the best choice to lead our country, <laughs> and I am endorsing them to become president and vice president. There we go. A lot of people were upset about this, and rightfully so. And rightfully so. But when you go back and you watch certain things, like this video here of Dwayne The Rock Johnson on an SNL skit talking about a robot he made that was designed to molest children. You can see why people would be upset with this. If you haven't seen this, you're going to watch it right now. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm... um, my name is Roy, and uh, I, um, and for the most evil invention in the world contest, I invented a, uh, a child molesting robot. I beg your pardon, what? Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll speak up. Uh, it's a robot that is designed to molest children. And uh, I call it uh, Robo Chomo. You see, it's powered by solar rechargeable fuel cells, and it costs pennies to manufacture. Uh, and it can theoretically uh, molest twice as many children as a human molester in, quite frankly, half the time. Now, knowing what we know now, this really isn't as funny as uh, as it would have been maybe uh, five years ago, ten years ago, when we were before a lot of us were red pilled. But you know what? Dwayne the Rock Johnson gets everything that's coming his way, and then some because. If you're supporting Joe Biden at this point, your head's just in the sand. It's disgusting. And in one more other breaking news here, we're going to get into everything, ladies and gentlemen, I promise. Tonight's show is going to be crazy. I don't know who this guy is, Mark K., but he put out this tweet saying, breaking Joe Biden's team asking debate moderators about appearing virtually for the debate tonight. (laughs) An hour before showtime. Amazing. Is this true? I'm not sure. But guess what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to bring back a clip here. A clip from last, from the last elections debates between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And I want to bring this up because it's going to tie into everything. Where we were then in 2016 to where we are now, this clip should get everyone juiced up for tonight because not only is he he's going after Joe Biden tonight in the debates, but everything that came out today... Everything we talked about on Saturday, all the D-class, everything that came out today, this clip made perfect sense for me to open the show with. So we're going to watch this one. You guys know it. Everyone knows this clip. Everyone knows it. So I'm going to play this for everybody, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro, and we'll get this party started. Let's do it. Can you acid wash them or bleach them, as you would say? A very expensive process. So we're going to get a special prosecutor, and we're going to look into it because you know what? People have been... 
Their lives have been destroyed for doing one-fifth of what you've done, and it's a disgrace. And honestly, you ought to be ashamed of Secretary yourself. Secretary Clinton, I want Martha, to follow let, up let, on that. Yeah, I'm going to let, let you talk about it because everything he just said is absolutely false, but I'm not oh, surprised. Really? In the first debate, and we in the, really, first the debate, audience needs to I calm told down people here. that it would be impossible to be fact-checking Donald all the time. I'd never get to talk about anything I want to do and how we're going to really uh, make lives better for people. So, once again, go to HillaryClinton.com. We have literally Trump. You can fact-check him, fact-check, fact-check him in real time. Last time at the first debate, we had millions of people uh, fact-checking, so I expect we'll have millions more fact-checking uh, because, you know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton... That right there, ladies and gentlemen, I believe will soon become a reality. Let's get this show started. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real, but it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots, and now we control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay close. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past but there won't be any deals Hope society's been you know it's time to go grab your popcorn sit back now enjoy the show severe and non on the mic so come on enjoy the flow the wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow okay all right Guys, the first time that I saw that clip that you just saw there, I was completely drinking the Kool-Aid. I didn't give a crap about what was going on. I knew I wasn't voting for for Hillary, but are we going to expect more of this tonight? I really believe we are. I really do. Okay, so let's get this show on the road, shall we? We have almost 1,400 people here already, which is fantastic. Hit that like button, share, subscribe. Check out my uh, my sponsor there, guys, pill.net, free account. You don't have to pay for a thing. It's a free uncensored platform, which I am also streaming on, by the way. And there will be super chats on that platform within a week or so. <clears throat> We're bringing it back, baby. All right. So Project Veritas drops this huge, huge report um, a couple days ago. If you guys haven't seen it already, Go watch it. It's a 16-minute video. It's been out for a couple days. It's been viral. You wouldn't know if it was viral because of Twitter because it never got in the trending list. It only got in the trending list when a news, I think it was Newsweek, put an article about it completely trying to spin the content in his video. So this video comes out, and it's a it's a bombshell. And of, of all the places, I didn't... I, it's great. I was so happy when this we found out that where this this happened, this ballot harvesting on a massive scale, the first one to actually be exposed on camera was in Ilan Omar's district of all people. Not really surprising, though. Not really surprising. So they go through the video. It's a, again, it's a 16 minute video. It's worth every second to watch. But they really break down the operation and the man that went inside on the inside with the camera went comp- all the way in, got People riding around in cars with hundreds of ballots in them going to elderly people in a certain area for apartment homes, literally making these elderly people 
handle of their ballots. And if they weren't elderly, if they're women, if they were children, people that they couldn't convince to hand them over, they were literally paid for their ballot to be filled out. This is all on camera. So this was the first video that came out of this. And the worst part about it, the worst part about it is that it's, it's not just, these people are Americans, but the people that they were targeting is a Somali community. A lot of these people lived over in Somalia under a military, a, a military grade government. So they're, they're, they were, the best way to put it, they're, they're very ignorant to certain things and they're very easily swayed by people. So they, Elon Omar took advantage of her own people in this video. And they felt so victimized by this that they wanted to get the, to get this exposed and this person did it and went to Project Veritas. You have to watch the video. It's insane. Everyone was talking about this in the last couple of days. The second video that I'm going to show you guys here was the actual exchange of money. No one had, no, everyone knows this happens, but no one knows. No one's got it on camera. No one has solid evidence. And before you really catch on to it, it's too late. And these people disappear. These people that are working, they all work for Ilan Omar. That's a whole entire operation. When they get their ballots through all these illegal fraudulent ballots, they get who they want to be elected. Some of these people, they even walked, walk these people to the ballot and tell them who to vote for. It's all in the video. It's absolutely crazy. But the big thing here is there is videotape of money being exchanged for to fill out a, a ballot here. And if you guys didn't see this, you're going to see it right now. Take a watch. <laughs> Project Veritas has received an explosive piece of tape. The tape you're about to see shows a man buying a registration form for an absentee ballot from a voter, giving him, quote, pocket money, unquote, of $200 and expecting to collect his ballot when the voter receives it. $800. It's a two-minute clip, but we don't need to play the rest of it for you guys to get the context of what I'm looking here for you to see. There is now money exchanged for this, and we have actual evidence for the first time that this is actually happening. This warranted such a huge response that the police department is now looking into this. So we're going to have to see what happens with this because the president was tweeting this out. He's fully aware of this. All Congress is aware of this. And remember, the mainstream media and the Democrats have been telling us for months that mail-in ballots in this whole entire system is there is no there is nothing wrong with it. There's no cracks in the system. There's no way to play the system. And we all knew it was BS, but no one had really hard any proof of it. We've seen the post office people leave ballots behind um, in ditches. Um, we've seen we've even seen absentee ballots from military people all going to Trump just missing or end up in a field somewhere, or in the garbage. This right here, there is a money operation going down for this. And the problem is, they need to act on this fast, because Ilan Omar knows she's screwed. She is screwed. She shouldn't even be in this country regardless, because she married her brother. But that's besides the fact. 
knowing what we know now, this was one one city, one city, ladies and gentlemen, and we just that this fraudulent activity was caught in just a little block of a city. There were huge apartment complexes for for elderly people, and specifically where a lot of Somalis live. And you think, imagine a universal mail-in ballot for the entire country. It's been a shit show so far, and we're seeing more and more examples of it every single day, every single day. But the most the most astonishing part to this is the person that reached out to James O'Keefe in the beginning of this entire thing before the operation started. His reasoning as to why he didn't go to go to the city council, didn't go to police. His reason is it should not be surprising, but it's very scary to point out where we are right now in 2020. Listen to his reasoning as to why he went to Project Veritas and no one else. I was not convinced that they were going to do an investigation and go in there. Um, and so um, I'm like, well, the only other organization that I can think of that uh, would do this and, and, and bring it to the surface is Project Veritas. And so I asked around, I got their number and, and talked to James O'Keefe and uh, he assigned someone to it. And he, that person came out and met with us, met with a group of individuals I have been talking to. We shared the same stuff in multiple meetings with that person. And uh, from there on out, there was a little bit of a gap in time until we got to the primary, which began in, in late June here in Minnesota. And um, we started seeing then in June already in the primary, because I was told, Steve, this is going to happen again. We're already seeing them beginning and, and organizing for this. We're sure it's going to happen again. And so when we got to that, that primary beginning, um, we one of the first things I saw was a video that was uncovered of someone. Uh, a actually there were two videos, Michelle. One you might not be aware of, but there's another one. It might be in one of Project Veritas's segment two or. And he keeps on going about what he was seeing, <clears throat> but the main reason of me showing you this video is that he didn't even trust the FBI didn't trust anyone in the city council, didn't trust anyone else because he really didn't think it would go anywhere. It would just end up swept underneath the rug. And the only place he could think of to go to is Project Veritas. That is scary. He can't even trust the government to to enforce these laws because they are felonies on a grand scale. This is an entire operation. It's all ran by Ilan Omar's, Omar's operation and her people. All of it. Every single one of them. So we're going to have to wait and see what's going to come of this. In my mind, people, we got to laugh a little bit because remember this, that woman you just saw is the same woman that said that about 9-11. It was just something some people did. This is who we're dealing with. These are anti-Americans and she's a big, big member of the squad. The big squad that wants to usher in socialism with AOC and the rest of them. This is who we're dealing with. AG Barr is going to see this, and I hope to God he takes action and he takes it swiftly because she needs to go down. The entire operation, whoever was involved, needs to go down. Who knows how many fraudulent elections have already happened under her watch? People that got voted in, her people that she wanted. She has ties to Iran, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think any of Iran's influence is in that city right now? We already saw it. They wanted to get rid of the police department, which they did. They have some BS city council that wants it, and... You can just see where this is going. 
you can see how this is a small snapshot of how a country is gutted from the inside out. And before you know it, America is not America anymore. This is what we're dealing with. But on a massive scale, you guys can just see here. Just yesterday, reports nearly 1,400 Virginia voters get two ballots in the mail. This was, uh, this was today. Voters in New York City from the Hill said they received their mail-in ballots this week, but were surprised to find they were printed with the wrong names and voter IDs and included incorrect return labels. And even in Brooklyn, there was over 100,000 today just in Brooklyn mail-in ballots that had the wrong information on it just today. Just today. But you can, we can sit here. The mainstream media can sit here and think, continue to think we are dumb. We are not educated. We are not awake. And we are just going to continue to just believe their BS. It's not going to happen anymore. And it gets worse for Joe Biden because this story came out from the national file just the other day. Biden's Texas political director accused of illegal ballot harvesting at Texas Supreme Court. And two private investigators, including a former FBI agent and former police officer, testify under oath that they have video evidence documentation and witnesses to prove that Biden's Texas political director, Dallas Jones, and his cohorts are currently hoarding mail-in and absentee ballots and ordering operatives to fill the ballots out for people illegally, including for dead people, homeless people, nursing homes, and the 2020 residential election, presidential election. They should have added dead cats and dead dogs to the list, too, because we've seen that. We have seen that, and it's been in previous episodes of mine personally. So I know. I know. But the scary thing is, remember when we were talking about how the Dems were saying, and Hillary Clinton was encouraging this, Trump is not, we'll do, we will not concede. We're not going to concede. And then we got reports that Joe Biden was sending out lawyers to every, I don't know if it's every state, but all the really important swing states, the battleground states, he was sending in lawyers to be ready to throwing monkey wrenches to have recounts, do all these things. They're already installed. This out here in Texas is an example of this. And they're already seeing these people being installed here, not just for the, that not, not for the aftermath of the election, but they're already throwing monkey wrenches in by having fraudulent ballots and doing it on a massive scale. And now they're under, under investigation um, by the Texas, whatever this, whatever district this was, I'm not too sure. But now they're under investigation for this, and it's directly linked to Joe Biden. But you wouldn't even know because the mainstream media doesn't talk about this ever. No one talks about this. So that's as much as I want to talk about mail-in ballots. The other story I want to get to real quick before we dive into the meat and bones of the D-class that was given to us today was this ridiculous story about Trump's taxes. It's, 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 I remember when I was just getting red-pilled. All they could talk about before Mueller was involved with all anything, everybody wanted to talk about Trump's taxes. So the New York Times put out this BS article about Trump only paying $750 in a ridiculously long time of years, and that's all he's ever paid to the federal government. And they're spinning this as he's doing something fraudulent. He's evading taxes. This is a, this is a sign that he hates America, doesn't respect America, all this other crap, right? So from Alex and Andrea Brown, he writes, so I finally read the New York Times Trump tax story because I wanted to see what line was being reported for taxes owed. And I came across this, this about the $750 in 2016 and 2017. Per the New York Times own story, the New York Times, you guys are about to see this. If you haven't seen already, the New York Times actually ousted themselves in their own article. This is how stupid these people are. Trump actually paid to the Treasury $1 million in 2016 and $4.2 million in 2017. And you can see it here on the clip. It says right here, $1 million, 2016, $4.2 million, 2017. It says it right there. 
But as you continue reading this thread, it says, read closely, it says Trump paid this. Know also that most of the overpayment was rolled forward, not refunded. So these were overpayments of, of money to the IRS. Pretty much Trump was saying, here's one, one million, one year, 4.2 million. I don't know how much I'm going to owe. This should cover it. You guys can hold on to it. And then you can pay whatever taxes you need to pay out of that. And the worst part is the $750 figure. This was an additional $750. As every single story saying he paid $750 is a lie. They can't even get their facts straight on their own bogus stories because there's so many lies. How can you keep track of it all? And it goes on to say, it is not simply a lie. It proves that the person making the statement either did not read the story itself or lacked the mental ability to comprehend the New York Times itself claims that Trump paid this money. And the claim that Trump paid only $750 in federal taxes in 2016 and 17 is thus a complete and total lie, which is easily disproven by the Times' own story. I mind when people lie. I mind more when people lie to me about something I can disprove in minutes. And this was something that even myself, that's not an extremely good researcher, I can dig. I don't consider myself a top-notch researcher. I'm just good at delivering and gathering information. You can clearly see when you read the article, they oust themselves and it's, it's out there. It's out there unless you're just so brainwashed. You just think, this is, oh, I'm just going to take in this content. I don't care what it says. Not going to use my brain. Just going to believe it. I hate Trump, orange man, bad. It's unbelievable. And knowing how big of a businessman is when I saw this, before I even read the story, I'm like, damn, if this is true, Trump being a billionaire businessman only had to pay $750 for what? I think it was 10 years they were claiming of federal, of federal income taxes. Damn, that is pretty good. Where can I get your lawyers from, Trump? Because people don't realize rich people, they can hire teams of lawyers that know the tax code inside and out to manage legal loopholes for businesses so you don't have to pay almost anything. That is the game. Rich people wrote the tax law. This is not new to anybody that is paying attention. Rich all rich people know the goal at the end of the game is, is to not owe the government anything. Look at Google and Amazon. And you want to talk about Trump? Look at these gigantic big tech companies. They don't pay anything. And guess what? It's fine because they're using the legal loopholes that are in the tax code. I don't know tax code, but if you have money, you can hire a bunch of lawyers to do it for you. And that guess what? It's completely legal. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. But if we're going to throw a story about Trump here, we got to throw a story about what Joe Biden. Biden dodged 500K in taxes by exploiting loophole. And I'm not going to dive much into more taxes because I want to get into the meat and bones of the, uh, of the uh, episode tonight. Something that caught my eye here about this entire tax thing. He, I don't care about, you know, corrupt politicians. They do worse things than evade taxes. That's why I don't really care. I'm more, I'm more interested in what happens to the people that harm children. That's what I care about. But he goes on to say here in the Zero Hedge article, of course, they ignored it in the July. No, ignored it in July when the Wall Street Journal reported that Joe and Joe Biden took advantage of the S corporation payroll tax loophole that the Obama Biden administration unsuccessfully attempted to close. According to the report, the Biden's the Biden's routed income from book sales and speeches through S corporations, avoiding the three point eight percent self-employment tax that would have paid if they had been compensated directly and avoiding as much as five hundred thousand in taxes. The only reason why I bring that up is because it always sticks out in my mind when, when our favorite Anon mentions book deals and what book deals really are a means for these people. They are a means to launder money. 
So I'm sure once all this stuff comes to light, we're going to find out a lot more about book deals because guess what? Obama has book deals. Biden does. All these politicians have their book deals. The Clintons do. They all do. They're all wrapped up in this garbage. But guess what? It's all going to come to the light. And speaking of coming to the light, we're now going to jump into the content of the drops, not going to show actual physical drops. I'm going to show the content, the links, the documents of what was dropped today and other things. So let's get ready to do this because this is this is a game changer. This is what we've been waiting for. It's not to me. This is just as good as indictments right now. And this could not have come at a better time. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about this right here. This is from Fool Nelson. Breaking. In late July 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence and analysis, alleging that the Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton had approved a campaign planned to stir up a scandal against real Donald Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians hacking of the DNC. This entire time, the media has been telling us Trump has been in with Putin. And the funny thing is, this entire thing started with Hillary Clinton. And now we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was her. And this is this is from uh, this is to Graham here. In late July of 2016, U.S. intelligence agency obtained insight into Russian intelligence analysis, which we kind of just read this already. The IC does not know the accuracy of this allegation or the extent to which the Russian intelligence analysis may reflect exaggeration or fabrication. According to his handwritten notes, former Central Intelligence Agency Director Brennan subsequently briefed President Obama and other national security officials on the intelligence, including the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26, 2016, of of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal by claiming interference by Russian security services. That one paragraph right there, ladies and gentlemen, puts Obama... Biden, I think it was Sally Yates and Brennan here in a meeting talking about this, doing this to Trump, getting it set up and ready to go. Preemptive. This was not by accident a planned preemptive meeting to destroy this incoming president. And this puts them all in the room and Brennan knew, Obama knew, Biden knew. Remember that word knowingly. They all knowingly went on with this, and it gets worse. On September 7, 2016, U.S. intelligence officials forwarded an investigative referral to FBI Director James Comey and Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence Peter Strzok regarding U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a means of distracting the public from her from her use of a private email server. Comey knew, Strzok knew, they were they were completely aware of it. The FBI knew and went on with it because this entire thing was used as a distraction to get away from her private email server to set up Trump as a, a collaborator with Putin. And this still is going on today. We're, at, we're in September 29, 2020, and we're still talking about Russia. When really the entire time, this is what projection is, ladies and gentlemen. The ultimate example of projection, I can't think of anything more than this. Everyone, she was getting heat for her emails, 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 emails. Trump was going after her emails. You saw it in the clip from 2016 that I played in the beginning of the show. Look how much damage it's doing. Look at it. It's for them to worry so much that they created this entire 
fake Russia hoax. And now we know for sure, for sure, this is the main reason why it was set up. And I tweeted it out earlier. The only thing we need now is D-class about Seth Rich and him being the the guy that gave the source to Julian Assange of the DNC emails. Man, is that coming? I hope so, because we're going to see right here that more is going to be coming out. So this this was also linked by our favorite Anon. DNI infotogram in late July 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence. DNI infotogram by tying him to Putin and the Russians hacking of the Democratic National Committee. The IC does not know the accuracy of this, which we just read. According to his handwritten notes, former Central Intelligence Brennan, and actually this is, I think this is just a, uh, yeah, this is just a uh, reading of off the letter I just wrote. How interesting. I didn't read all that. But you guys get the point. You guys get the point of what I'm trying to talk about here. So there was a there was a certain certain words that were used in a in a most recent drop called swift boat, the Trump swift boat. And I've never heard this term before until today. And if you guys don't know what swift boating is, you're going to find out tonight. So this was a Washington Examiner article back on October 24th, 2016. And these guys were spot on. These guys were spot on knowing what we know now. And this was almost four years ago. Clinton campaign planned to swift boat Trump. And despite claiming her campaign would go high in response to personal attacks from GOP nominee Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton's team actually planned as far back as February to go low when the time came. And one of the illegally obtained emails from WikiLeaks, Joel Johnson, managing director of a political consulting firm, asked Clinton communications director about creating a Trump swift boat project to begin attacking the GOP candidate after the primaries. I know you can't look past Bernie and March primaries, but who is in charge of the Trump Swift Boat Project? Johnson asked Clinton Communications Director Jennifer Palmieri. Needs to be ready, funded and unleashed when we decide, but not a, ha- not a half-ass scramble. And to Swift Boat someone means to target them with personal attacks that may be unfair or untrue. The term originated in 2004 after a group calling themselves Swift Boat Veterans for Truth began telling stories that contradicted then-presidential candidate John Kerry's claims about his time in the military. The whole point of showing you this, ladies and gentlemen, is this was a preemptive strike. This was planned. It was funded. They had it ready to go. There there was correspondence here of talking between the Clinton Foundation and other operatives here to say, hey, when are we going to do this? This needs to be unleashed, and we can't half-ass this. We need to go all in. This needs to do maximum damage, and they call it a Trump swift boat operation deemed by our favorite Anon in the drop, which is crazy, which is crazy. So... Where does this leave us, right? This can't just be it, and it's not it. From Catherine Heritage today, Lindsey Graham tells CBS News that he is working to declassify notes cited in DNI Radcliffe letter to the fullest extent possible, and he questions whether the September 2016 investigative referral to FBI about an alleged effort by the Clinton campaign to distract from the from the FBI email probe was run to ground to determine credibility with same attention, intensity, and resources as allegations against the Trump team. Separately, CBS is told the notes were turned up by U.S. Attorney Durham and opened a new track in his probe. The new track, ladies and gentlemen, in his probe, meaning the Hillary, the Clinton Foundation. It's all coming together in a beautiful crescendo. It's all coming together. And this is all just happening today, ladies and gentlemen. This all just happened today. And something to keep note on. I'm going to throw this out here, too. Because we all know the media is the hu- a huge part of this. And why do I bring this up is this tweet right here from Chuck Ross. New statement here from Radcliffe saying this is not Russian 
disinformation. And that is an interesting line that I just read from the letter. Some This is still getting sorted out as far as which information came from this Russian spy and which did not. So you know what this tells me? This tells me that the media, the mainstream media, is going to be wrapped up in this somehow as far as, far as being originators of some of this information. And you know what that does? That wraps them up with all these high crimes that we're seeing carried out. What these, what these crimes could mean for these people. A.G. Barr said himself that he will go after media companies if, it, if, it, if it's deemed necessary to get down to what happened and to hold people accountable and hold them to the letter of the law. That does not exclude media companies. Not at all. So I hope that's what I'm hoping that means. That's what I took away from that tweet. More of this stuff's going to get released. More of it's going to be out there. And we're just going to have to wait and see how bad it's going to get. Because right now, this is really bad for the bad guys. And this is why exactly it feels like we're finally on the offensive here and not on the defense. Because they cannot stop the waterfall information that's coming out now. They just can't. It's way too much. It was hard for me to keep up today. Thank you guys for 2,377 viewers already. You guys are amazing for a Tuesday night. You guys are awesome. Hit that like button. Share, comment. Let everyone know. We are the news now. Tell the Woke Societies has got the content for you ever, for y'all. All right. So going to jump into some of the other drops that came out today. Still talking about Hillary Clinton. This was one of the pitchers. Now, Hillary Clinton put out a podcast, and I know I brought it up on a previous show about not anyone caring. And the only reason why this picture is coming up because of it, you will see right here. This picture was on the boards. This is Hillary Clinton. Yesterday, as her first episode in her podcast in her home, and the reason this has got this got brought up is because there was an interesting book that was used as a prop up for her computer. Now, I've never heard of this person; don't know anything about it. But as you can see, the name of the book is Lucio Bubaco, and it's about you can tell what kind of glasswork this person is into, and it says. His works in glass are unparalleled examples of extraordinary Venetian flame technique, a witty play with the borders of kitsch and biblical and carnivalesque iconography. I can't, I cannot pronounce right now. Masterful glass art from Murano. Most of the subject of Lucio Bubaco's glass art are provocative and polarizing. And you guys can see these look like demons or devils performing certain acts on each other. And you guys can see in the picture, it's creepy stuff, it's weird stuff, it's satanic stuff. And was this a coincidence or was this deliberate? That is what our favorite Anon asked in regards to this picture. And it's so, it's so, right now the timing of it with everything, it's so appropriate to bring all this stuff up. It's insane what's coming out. It's insane. So in reference to the other drops that were out, the, every one of them is not covered in the stream tonight, but the most important ones are my boy Method's got a screenshot of the screenshot that our favorite Anon used in regards to Comey and his brother being wrapped up, not James Comey, but James Comey's brother being wrapped up in the Clinton Foundation. And you would think this would be a conflict of interest, knowing full well who Comey was as the director of the FBI, Hillary running against Trump, her emails, everything. But this, there's a theme that our favorite Anon is trying to paint here. 
And this is this is from the Congressional Record House of September 12, 2016. These concerns focus on millions of dollars that Comey accepted from a Clinton Foundation defense contractor. Comey's former membership on a Clinton Foundation corporate partners board. I had I had no idea. And his surprising financial relationship with his brother, Peter Comey, who works at the law firm, does not that does the Clinton Foundation taxes. Interesting. Anyway, it goes on to talk about Peter Comey. When our source called the Chinatown offices of D.C. law firm DLA Piper, who we're going to talk about in just a moment, and asked for Peter Comey, a receptionist, immediately put him through the Comey's to Comey's direct line. But Peter Comey is not featured on the DLA Piper website. I wonder why. Peter Comey serves as senior director of real estate operations for the Americas for DLA Piper. Damn. James Comey's brother was helping run taxes for the Clinton Foundation. Do you think they ever spoke about any of the stuff going on between them? They claim they don't, but let's be realistic. Let's use our heads, people. Disgusting. Disgusting. And as you're reading this, my boy Major Patriot wrapped this up in a perfect thread. Corny accepted millions of dollars from Clinton Foundation defense contractor, had a membership on Clinton Foundation corporate partners board, and financial relationship with brother Peter, who worked at the law firm that prepared Clinton Foundation taxes. This is all James Comey. Peter Comey's employer, DLA Piper, is the firm that performed the independent audit of the Clinton Foundation in November during Clinton Clinton World's first big push to put the email scandal behind them. These are the people that were trying to brush it underneath the rug. Peter Comey, brother of James Comey, worked at DLA Piper, the firm whose employees taken as a whole representative a major Hillary Clinton 2016 campaign donation block and Clinton Foundation donation base. Who had any idea that the Comey family had such ties to the Clinton Foundation? And the whole entire theme here is seeing it's not just the main people that we know as far as James Clapper, Brennan, um, even Kamala Harris, their spouses, the, the men and women. All these people are just as wrapped up in these same disgusting rat nest of, of these people, these, these corrupted people. They're all connected. They're all intertwined with each other, and this is the theme that we're seeing here, and you can see it even more in this other article that our favorite Anon dropped. Just real quick, and we're going to get into General Flynn. Emhoff, Kamala Harris' spouse, taking leave from DLA. A DLA Piper spokesman confirmed that Douglas Emhoff, a litigator in the firm's Los Angeles office, is in the process of transitioning his clients to different attorneys in the firm. Interesting timing. This article came out August 17th, 2020 at 2.07 p.m. So Kamala Harris's husband, who I, who's worked here, a spokesman here, confirmed that he is moving and transitioning his clients away from this attorney to different attorneys in this firm. Yes, you are, because you are running away. You are running your ass off far away from this place, because guess what? You know who's looking at you now? John Durham, baby. John Durham's looking. And look out. Look at you guys run. It blows my mind. It really, really does. So I don't know, guys. What do you think? What do you think? You remember when uh, our favorite Anon always talks about people in pictures, too. Sometimes the people in the background are more important than the ones that we recognize immediately in the picture. We've seen many examples of this. And I think this is kind of the theme that um, our favorite Anon is going here with this as well. It's not just the main players, the big names that we know. It's also the families that are wrapped up. Think about all the family. Think about just Gavin Newsom and uh, Nancy Pelosi. Think about the families in media, mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC. 
Our favorite NL has put out graphs of these people being related, married, cousins, whatever it is. It's all in the family and they're all wrapped up with each other. This goes deep, ladies and gentlemen. It goes deep. So that's as many as the uh, drops I want to uh, discuss tonight. I want to get into everything that happened with General Flynn today. My boy, Conscious Abe, who has his channel out, he was streaming it. I was trying to share it as much as I possibly could. He had the, uh, the audio for the phone line of the hearing today, which we thought could possibly be the end of this case. It was, it was about the dismissal, Judge Sullivan's dismissal of Flynn. We were hoping it was going to end. It is not, and we'll get to the update in just a moment. The main takeaways that I have from it is that this, this douchebag Gleason, the, this, this, uh, this, other, this other attorney that's going up against Sidney Powell. You had Sidney Powell speaking, and then you had Gleason speaking. Judge Sullivan was completely outright dismissive of, of Sidney Powell. He cut her off. She had super important things to say with her rebuttals, cut off multiple times. And when it got to get to Gleason, it's, oh, nicey, nice, Judge Sullivan. I'll get to listen to all the BS you're spewing. And it was plenty of BS. We literally got to the point where Gleason is talking about how Donald Trump tweets so much about this, about Jack, about Flynn in the case and it being a witch hunt, literally reading through text messages of the president in regards to this case as if they have any weight to the case of what we just saw come out with the previous text messages about Steele's subsource being a Russian spy. While this was all going on, by the way, while this case was going on, the stuff that I just told you about Hillary Clinton was just dropped, and he didn't even know about it yet, Judge Sullivan. But we have Gleason here literally reading off tweets from Trump as if it has any weight in the actual case itself. And Sidney Powell even brings this up. The other lawyers on Sidney Powell's team brought this up. And Judge Sullivan just lets him read on and drone on about literally nonsense. It was all nonsense. And it's this whole entire charade that this is, this is political. This is political. This is Judge Sullivan saying it's political. And meanwhile, we're watching what's happening. He completely embarrassed himself. He embarrassed the uh, any judge out there that was listening to this. I don't know how they could possibly listen to this and not want to vomit. Literally vomit. So just the news here. This was an article that came out before the hearing, but I thought it was interesting. Did I even highlight anything in here? Didn't highlight anything here. It must not have been important. We'll move on here. So we caught audio here, and thanks to Sharp Edge, we caught the final the final lines that Sydney had for for uh, Judge Sullivan. And I want you guys to listen to this because she is she is absolutely in fire. And I hope to God she becomes the director of the FBI. It would be amazing. Take a listen to this. This court's own decision in Pitts requires it to be dismissed with prejudice. In closing, I would just say that Mr. Gleason continues to be lost down the rabbit hole on the other side of the looking glass where nothing would be what it is because everything would be what it isn't. And contrary-wise, what is, it wouldn't be. And what it wouldn't be, it would. It's all backwards. It's upside down. In a different scenario, he himself wrote, the prosecutor can do justice by the simple act of going back into court and agreeing that justice should be done. The importance of the Department of Justice being able to self-correct to maintain its own reputation and to restore faith of the public in the Department of Justice itself is hugely important. 
as Mr. Gleason wrote, then doing justice can be much harder. It takes time and involves work, including careful consideration of the circumstances of particular crimes, defendants, and victims, and often the relevant events that occur in the distant past. It requires a willingness to make hard decisions, including some that will be criticized. That is exactly what Attorney General Barr has done here. The president's tweets are a red herring, as is the letter from Peter Strzok's lawyer, all of which are extrajudicial and should not be considered by this court at all. And she goes on to talk about how Gleason was bringing up Trump's tweets being a red herring. What's what's down is up. What's left is right. Things we talk about on this channel all the time with all the nonsense about the riots, peaceful protests, all this stuff that's being we're being gaslighted. They're being gaslighted in this man's case, which is a super, super important case, because this is going to set precedent. This God, hopefully this never happens to anyone again. But Sidney Powell was on absolutely on fire talking about this. And Gleason sounded like an old, worn out man just babbling on about nonsense. And Judd Sullivan was sitting there slurping it all up. It was disgusting. You can tell Sydney Powell is completely over all this. She's done with it. She's so done with it. And one interesting fact that we heard um, about all this is that she, as soon as this was over, she apparently requested the transcripts from Judge Sullivan right away. And this, this is all pure speculation, but it could mean that she might be taking action to maybe go above his head. We're not sure. This is just stuff I heard, so take that with a grain of salt. I'm, there's no sauce for that. She did do that as far as getting the wanting the transcripts immediately. So that could mean many of things. That's my, my speculation. That's what I think it could possibly mean. But so what happened with the case? Did Flynn get this whole thing get dismissed? No, because we'd all be celebrating right now. So what's going to happen? From Kevin Cork here, Judge Sullivan is asking parties to submit more briefs. It's going to keep going on by October 7th, indicating he will not rule on the Flynn case until sometime after that date. So they're going to keep punting this. And uh, that's that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. They're going to keep dragging this out, and I and who knows? Their main goal is to get the to have him, General Flynn. They want to drag this out past the election. That's the goal. So we have another date, another time. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. So let's get into the debates, ladies and gentlemen, because we have about ten minutes left. What's going on with the debates tonight? That's what everyone's talking about. Well, there was a lot of news coming out this morning about certain things that certain that these candidates wanted and. To get started here, let's hear what Joe Biden's team wanted because it's an absolute joke. This was this morning. Take a watch. Peter Ducey is reporting some interesting things now. I don't know if you've got these yeah. nuggets yet or not, but I'll read them for I our do. viewers. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Trump team asked to inspect the ears of each debater for electronic devices or, or transmitters. The Biden team has not consented to that. The Biden team wanted to break every 30 minutes. The Trump team said, we will not have that. Uh, what more can you fill in about those requests well, thus far? Those are significant. You know, first of all, the, the breaks are set by the debate commission. So the Trump campaign may not have agreed to it, but also the debate commission has always said that it's 90 minutes straight through and that's how they plan for it and that's what they told the networks that's what we're planning for as far as our coverage uh, as far as the listening devices and the Biden campaign's response to that I think that's interesting and we're gonna have to follow that through the day uh, to you know what comes out of that yeah we'll work for an answer on that Brett nice to see you check you a bit later here live in Cleveland thank you so <laughs> Trump wants everyone checked for hearing devices and electronics. Joe Biden wants wants breaks every 30 minutes. We're literally talking about an hour and a half here. 
I've done an hour almost already. You want to lead the country, but you want to take breaks every 30 minutes. And you look so weak, man. You look so weak and pathetic. And even and, and Trump even went, he even went a step further. He wanted to be drug tested along with Joe Biden because he thinks he's going to be hopped up on a bunch of things. And don't be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, if Joe Biden might come out swinging as far as his answers, his quickness, his wit. I could be completely wrong. He could he could take a, he could shit the bed tonight. Whatever happens, we're going to have to wait and see. But these are the things that were being talked about. Well, let's um, bring in Corey Lewandowski. And- these are the things that were being talked about pre-debate, and we're literally almost 20 minutes away from it now. And these were coming out. Trump camp seeks extra uh, de- uh, debut debate rule, third-party inspectors to look for electronic devices in candidates' ears, and her favorite Anon literally brought this up um, a couple weeks ago talking about this, that there would be a special listening device put in Biden's ear for them to communicate, and we're going to have to see what happens. But again, we don't need proofs anymore, anymore at this point, but this is what we're dealing with. So there is a list here of questions that supposedly this is what Trump's going to be having um, for Joe and hopefully the moderators. This is from Zero Hedge. Just to give you guys a sneak peek of what we could possibly be seeing tonight. One of the questions is talking about how why, uh, your son, Hunter Biden, received $3.5 million wire transfer from a Russian billionaire's wife. You recently said you got started at Delaware State University. The school says they have no record of you ever attending. What did you major in? And the list goes on and on. It says, as vice president, you oversaw the weakest economic recovery since the Great Depression. What would you what would you do differently if you were elected? And there's 17 questions here. Wink, wink. Is that a, is that a, is that a, uh, is that a coincidence? Probably. But we all just like to say because it it's 17. We know what we're doing here. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we have to look forward to. And what I think is going to be the end, what this is all going to look like, is this right here, Joe Biden sleeping on the floor. (laughs) Uh, It's so good. It's so good. That's really what I think is going to end up happening tonight. So... I felt like I, I just did a marathon for you all. That is all the breaking news that I could fit in and squeeze in before these uh, these elections. So if you can for me, if you haven't already, ladies and gentlemen, go to my YouTube page. Go like, share, subscribe. Let everyone know we are the news now. There's There was almost 2,500 people here. Now, I will take that. Um, for a night with a bunch of happenings a bunch of other people are streaming right now so i really appreciate you all coming in here please go take a look at my patreon the patreon has jumped by 30 users just in the last week we had our live stream last night people love it it's private you guys get to ask me questions i hang out with you all and i'm thinking about doing an extra live stream on fridays as well so you might be getting two excuse me two private live streams out of me Um, When you sign up for my Patreon and all that is in the description below, go check out my store on your way out. My merch store. We have amazing, amazing hoodies, shirts, especially this Obama. It's going to be very important. Very soon. Cups, mugs. We got hats. We got everything you could possibly want from my merch store. And it goes back to supporting two local businesses out here. And of course, you guys can always donate to my PayPal or cash app. If you want to make a one time donation to the show, it's all appreciated. You guys are all loved and don't forget ladies and gentlemen as we're all here just for another minute or two we'll hang out 
Go check out pill.net. It's a free sensor. It's an, it's an uncensored free platform. Don't need anything besides a username, email, password. You're all good to go. You're all good to go. Man, I feel like I ran a marathon. So if anything was missed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, anything at all, and whatever happens tonight, guess what? Guess what you get tomorrow? You get me and Methods tomorrow on Methods of Madness. We're going to be covering a lot of the stuff we just talked about because it's so important, and not everyone's going to get to it, so we're going to make sure that you get all caught up if anyone else said that misses anything. And of course, you know we're going to have whatever happens from the debates uh, uh, tonight. It's going to be great. A packed full week of content. What can, what can be better than that, right? You guys will be all up to date and you'll be knowledgeable of the world around you. And this is all we're here trying to do. Thank you to my mods. Thank you guys. You guys are killing it. I see nothing but love coming out of the chat. Didn't see any trolls. I know the hammer's out there. Yeah, he's out there. I see you. Killing them trolls. So... It's been a great night, guys. It's been a great night. So get your drinks ready. We're about 15 minutes away from uh, the beginning of the debates. Have a good time. Hopefully, we're going to see some laughs. But this is important, ladies and gentlemen. It's important. And we'll see. I don't even know if uh, I don't even know if uh, Biden's going to be there. I haven't seen anything breaking. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So all good stuff. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be on at 2:30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on Methods to Madness. So you'll be able to catch me and him on his channel tomorrow during the afternoon. So it's going to be a good time. Going to be a good time. So ladies and gentlemen, you know this is it. This is the end. As I always like to say, stay safe. Where's my music at? Stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke. (laughs) 